Austin's Big Four Podcast. New news about music and sports every week, sometimes. All right, we're back. Episode 102, Boston's Big Podcast. We got another special guest in the building. Mona Velli is with us. Hello, hello. One of the hottest artists in Boston, in the Boston area right now from Brockton, correct? Yes, yes, sir. Thank you for joining. Thank you for having me. The ride wasn't bad. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Not too far. No, not at all. I'm the first person to say that because someone, who, who was it that we were talking to and they were like, because you said that you originally thought it would have been Yeah, because I just... literally yes. said that. They were like, we're out in Springfield. Oh, my okay, God. so Chase Murphy considered us the... Uh, he called us Western Mass. That's we what were it was, like, yeah. no, this is the South Fork. <laughs> that's kind of... Yeah, that's and a force. he was force. like, no, anything outside of Boston is Western Mass. That's so a force. Like, yeah. I think a Western Mass, I'm like, Springfield, New York. <laughs> right. <Yeah. Exactly. laughs> like, you're just going straight that way. Exactly. That's crazy. But, no, we're happy to have you, definitely. Thank you, thank um, you. We've been... Like I said, I first heard about your music i think last year mm-hmm. um you were featured on humbeats album mm-hmm. you've obviously done a lot of work with him yes. uh, and then i i noticed the wants and needs video that you dropped a few months ago and i was like okay like this is this Locked is legit in. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um how long have you been doing music for um well i've been singing since i could talk and then i started rapping like getting into poetry more when i was like nine years old but i had nowhere to record or anything so it was kind of just poetry and just kind of writing um and then i got into the studio when i was like 15 for the first time i was working with uh like a youth program in brockton okay and it was like a dj program and they put us in a sound lab and I don't know if you guys know about Sound Lab now, but yeah, yeah like yes. Jay Rose works out of there, C4. Yep. Um, but yeah, so that was my first experience. And uh, Stanza, he's a uh, engineer from out there. He used to work there, and he was the first person that put me in the um, the studio, the booth. And he did like a Brockton U cipher. Okay. And I was the youngest. I was the only female, and it kind of like blew up locally. And that's when I was like, "Yeah, is that this still is... out? Can we find it?" it actually, I was look because I was talking about it on the last podcast I was on, and I went to look for it after, and I think it got taken down. But yeah, it, yeah, it was at like twenty k views. I was like, "Oh my Come god, on. yeah." But yeah, it got taken off. My mother probably still has like a screen recording of it yeah. somewhere. <laughs> but um, but yeah, it was dope. But that was just like I felt like home. I was like, "Yeah, this is exactly what I need to." be doing so how long ago was that this was 2015 2015 so i was 15 okay (laughs) yeah so then when did you start releasing music i dropped my first like single i guess like on soundcloud i think that same year okay um so 2015 and then when i i really got serious with like you know distribution and stuff like that photo shoots and really you know going hard with it um 100 percent uh like 2017 i want to say mm-hmm. i started getting mentored by dutch rebel yeah and so yeah she just put me onto a lot of like her connections and i dropped uh 23 pa- no i dropped days that was my first it's not on all platforms but that was my first music video okay and then i believe um 23 pounds was the first like on all platforms nice so yeah well, so that was, like, that's a dutch. good intro <laughs> yeah, right? um uh, her her manager at the time, actually, like back in 2017, saw me at the Sound Lab. And we used to have this thing called like Speak Your Truth at the Sound Lab. And it was like an open mic where like new artists would just come in and like perform. Mm-hmm. And the crowd, it was kind of like the Apollo. The crowd would like critique you. Okay. So 
I was <laughs> it was it was interesting. I was a regular there, um, obviously. Wait, I'm sorry. Being Quick that I worked there, back. the <laughs> Apollo in New York the crowd will say things back to you well no but i'm saying like that's it's oh, like, like so very intimate. genuine yeah it's yeah, intimate yeah. And it's very genuine intimate, energy yeah. so sorry, like if you no i'm sorry but like if you bomb then like you're gonna hear it like right. people are gonna tell you like yeah you right. know you you didn't know your words or you don't perform with a full track you need a show set da 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 um and we would give like ratings but yeah, he used to come there. He did some work with um, the Charlotte Jessica, who came were, worked there at the time too. They were doing like development with them, and they. Which I'm sorry, I was being mentored by the Charlotte Jessica at the time too, and okay. um, they put me onto Dutch Rebel, her manager, and then he put her onto me. Okay. Awesome. We need the yeah. community like that. So big, putting Absolutely. people on. Yeah, love that. It was. It definitely helped launch everything <laughs> so yeah. yeah very grateful for those connections is there anyone that you have your eyes on to mentor to mentor um i don't think i'm in a space to mentor right now i do okay. handle That's my good. own <laughs> yeah i do handle my own marketing though so like there's a there's a lot of people that i'll see and i'm just like oh i just want to kind of like <laughs> right. like just if you would just do this a little yeah, more yeah. you, you could have did this yeah right and you're like i could help you with or just yeah, yeah just not even not right but just more of and right, it, right. yeah like stuff yeah but i'm like i said i'm very ocd about things so like even i know the stuff that i could be doing more of so I think there's everybody has room to grow. Absolutely. <laughs> Definitely. So you've been uh you've been dropping singles for a while. Yes. You got a project yes. in the works. Yes, yes. What, been what are the plans for that? Working on uh just getting my sound and before I just you know, jumped out there with a project and really yeah, just absolutely. solidifying myself. That's very important nowadays, yeah, I feel like. I wanted to, like, you know, build a genuine buzz. Mm -hmm. And um, so, yeah, I feel like we're at that point now, and especially with this Blue Check feature we got with Sue Surf, the last song that just dropped. Yeah. Um, I feel like this is a time now to really just start campaigning that we got, like, a whole project together and something to put out. And so I'm how's excited. the connection with Sue Surf come about? Um, so Comments. my previous, uh, no, not really. I, was gonna say, cause I, I just know he's worked with him. <laughs> yeah, so. no, he I has, mean, but I mean that kind of like is what manifested because okay. I work with him, but it wasn't through him. Okay. My um, yeah, yeah. previous business partner, he knew like saw that Sue Surf was out in Boston and he was doing like open features or whatever. So he hit me up and he was like, hey, I got the money to throw down for a feature. Like, can you get something together? So I actually did hit up Home Beats and obviously he's produced a song. And I was like, yo, I got a feature with Sue. That's your boy. I need some beats. I know mm -hmm. you got something in the vault. So he sent me like a pack right then and there. I found a song, wrote it right then and there. Hours later, we went to um, YSHAM, you know, DJ YSHAM. Mm -hmm. Went to her studio. She was like, I got you. Yeah. Um, and we just laid it down. It was great vibes. It was dope vibes. He sat there. He wrote a like a full verse right there. Um, he connected with me and YSHAM. He was talking. We were vibing out. It was dope. That is it was dope. a vibe, Love yeah. It. Yeah, sometimes you just get those email verses and exactly not bad, not bad either. Yeah, exactly, no. like yeah. he could have just went into his notes and just pulled something, but he really and it, it just fits so well with the song. Like that's why I was like, I have to do something with it. it like obviously, but I really wanted to make it something impactful because right. obviously I'm. It's coming from my heart what I'm saying, right. and the way he bodied it was just perfect. It was like flawless. <laughs> Absolutely, it's yeah. a great record. Thank you. So uh, on on this project, 
Do we have a lot of features? Slash, can we name drop anybody? I'm trying to think. There's still like two songs that I'm like looking for features for right now. As of right now, it's most it's just me. Okay. Just like I said, just really me honing my sound. There is plans to have. I don't want to say the name yet. If it doesn't, in case it doesn't go through, he's a very popular podcast host um, from Mass, and he could Jerome. possibly. I talked to him about it. He agreed, but it's not sent in yet, so I don't want to say anything. But he he could possibly be hosting the guess. EP, kind of like a, you? like Nicki Minaj. <laughs> 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 he has a very distinguishing voice. I'll say uh-huh. that. Oh, is it G Flex? If you guys if you guys say it, I might I might like. Oh God, we have to guess now. (laughs) All right. Oh my God. um, Very distinguishing voice. Is it um Charlie Machine? Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, right away. Yeah, but again, he didn't send nothing was sent in, but I already talked to him about it, so that's the plan. Okay. Because yeah, like kind of like Nicki Minaj and DJ Holiday, like yeah, that's the vibes. I like that. He does have a distinct voice. Yeah, yeah, and he's like hilarious. I, I love like, that. He's I hilarious. Love podcast. He's fan. hilarious. Shout out to CWTFB yeah. Radio. And now it's been manifested. So if he doesn't do it now, it's documented. This is yeah. No, well, proven. I'm gonna have him do it now if he yeah. doesn't yeah. do it. <laughs> I'm available. <laughs> I just want to put out there, I'm also available. I'll do features. <laughs> I love it. He said, I'll do features. Love it. <laughs> there you go. We had a whole segment on the gold. No, we did it on Goldmine and the Hero podcast where we just did ad libs for a little while. We're like, some DJ is going to cut this out. It'll be on a song someday. And we just yeah. made sound. It's terrible because I'm actually like, I shouldn't say not good, but like ad libs I struggle with. Like people who oh, really? like That's when a I tough thing. Well That's yeah, like... and it's, it's like you really have to have your own thing. Yeah. Travis mastered that. I feel like I shouldn't burn I him think, up right now, but he, he mastered Jeezy, that. I think Young Jeezy has the best ad-libs of all time. I'd that's, have to listen to him again. That's my opinion. So, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to tangent too hard, but I do wonder, like, do, do ad-libs always get done? Like, you listen to the track again, and you'll be sitting there, and when you feel like it, you blurt an ad-lib? Some or do people... they just have, like, a soundboard of things you say, you know? Oh, yeah, no. that I need to make one of those. You just yeah. gave me an idea, because that would save me so much stress. Owen's a human and... soundboard, so he can probably Yeah, you hear me. I was going to say, yeah, you should just send me in, like, a bunch of demo, like, <laughs> ad-libs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I've seen people who go in, and they'll do that. They'll lay down their ad-libs first, and then do the verse. That's crazy. Yeah, oh, and I was like, wow you're a demon that's that's, that's crazy because i don't yeah. know how you would know where to put them you know i guess i mean yeah that's i don't like, I, it, sometimes it helps people like figure out the energy in the actual direction it's like when you hum a melody over something before you yeah. Set, yeah. i guess that's how they do it i, I would assume that's the mindset takes their ad-libs very seriously griselda you said yeah griselda do them. you listen to them no they, but i've heard they're, they're big on the ad-libs i feel like that's like Kind of a thing now. Like, I if need you to can practice. have like a, a memorable ad lib. <laughs> exactly, that's... and that's why I said like trap people like Travis like mastered that. Right. Is there an ad lib more memorable than skirt though? <laughs> the there... way yeah, he's like looked have... into the camera and like said skirt. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like <laughs> <laughs> that's my thing. Too many people have used skirt at this point. It's exactly. Like it's who who actually now. started that? I don't know. That's I thought it was Migos. I feel like it was like Young Thug. I'm not sure. Though. Okay, so if you thought it was Migos, then it has to be Young Thug because everybody <laughs> took from Young Thug. So <laughs> I think it, yeah, I think that, that means it was Young Thug. I do know Young Thug has a song where he says skirt for like 
twenty seconds straight yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Soldier Boy also has a song where he talks about standing in the kitchen and skirting. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Soldier Boy was the first rapper to say. <laughs> then yeah, I was gonna say yeah, because he was out before Thug. That's crazy. I'm That's googling crazy. who first said skirt, and then we can get back. And to I was topic. gonna say he's like the youngest nigga alive, and he's like did who? everything before everybody. Soldier Boy. Soulja Boy yeah. <laughs> he's like still 12 years old, and it's he like he still looks the same. Exactly. He he's like yeah. I invented the iPhone, and he's yeah. like. It's like, like, bro, how are you younger than Steve Jobs? He was like, I own, he was like, I'm the CEO of Atari now. And like, Atari tweeted, they're like, Soldier Boy is not the CEO. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what are you saying? Why are you just saying shit? And then Kanye didn't put his verse on the album and he was pissed about it. Oh, Kanye straight up was like, did you hear? He's like, did you hear the verse? And then Soldier Boy's like, who cut your hair? (laughs) (laughs) He was like, I did. On the podcast. Yeah. Oh my god! Did you guys you did you guys get to see the whole thing? The podcast. Yeah, I, I watched some of it. The Drink oh my Champs god! Podcast with, uh, Hilarious. Kanye. That is fun. Any, I should any watch Kanye content is Hilarious. worth watching. And I was kind of like trying not to because I seen everybody just woke up talking about it, and I was yeah. like, I'm not gonna do it. I'm yeah, gonna wait, and then. Though. Soon, I go Kanye, on. As soon as you see Kanye talking, you're exactly. like, Exactly. <laughs> you're watching it like, he's fucking crazy. He's right. such a genius. But like, I don't also, even... Like, he says certain things, and you're like, oh, he's off the rails. Like, he fucking lost it. And but then, then it all makes sense. But then you listen to him sit down for, like, an hour and actually talk, and you're like, wait, he actually makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> and there, even still, there were times where it was like... How'd we get here? Right. But it's it never not made sense. <laughs> that makes sense. He's it kinda done just things that kind of radical. Didn't make but... sense, but like his explanations for them make you like you're like okay. Yeah, I understand what he was thinking. I guess yeah. At that time. Like I see the mindset. Right. Not mad about it. You didn't right. hurt anybody. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually something that I love about podcasts is you can take like. There's no such thing as just taking snippets. You can be like, hey, if you really want to listen to the whole conversation, like exactly. it's not crazy. Like, listen mm. to what he's saying. Exactly. So that's, I mean, Kanye almost went on the Joe Rogan podcast a while back, and they ended up. He canceling. was on it. No, didn't they cancel it? No, he, didn't... he was on it. It what? was like four hours long, but it's just like him talking the whole time and Joe Rogan. Oh, they actually released that one. Oh, yeah. yeah. They can't. They postponed it very far. I actually yeah. didn't watch the whole one, but yeah. Apparently that was... wasn't that good. D- I don't know. <laughs> Damn. Joe yeah. Rogan just let him talk the whole time. Like you gotta. You gotta. You gotta. Sec- you know. I was so proud of Noriega because he, as drunk as interview. he was, he was like, "Okay, well, we're gonna like wrap it up." And no, like so he kept, you know, bringing him I back. Mean, there's a reason their podcast is doing so well. Right yeah, now. exactly. They're really good at interviewing. Exactly. Yeah, they're amazing. Get a little silly, but move things along. Yeah, it's exactly. crazy how many you words can't be Noriega doesn't by know your though. Guests. Like even the, even if it's someone as big as Kanye, you gotta be like, all right, like. Let's move. You know, I think yeah. it's easier because Nori was like his. He's they're kind of best friends in a way, <laughs> in yeah. a way too. So that probably made a little bit of a difference. True. Sorry, did you say that there's people he doesn't know? Or? No, I said a lot of words he doesn't know. Oh, words he doesn't. Yeah, know. there was like three. Every every podcast that I watch from Drink Champs, they'll say like, it'll be at least three times. And Nori is like, oh, I didn't know. That. <laughs> and it's just the funniest thing because <laughs> it's like regular words. Or it's like, like I mean, it'll be like college level words, but yeah, he's always yeah. drunk, so it's just it's always That's fun to true. see him like mad excited about yeah, it. It's I mean, like <laughs> every once in a while you still learn a new word. You know what I mean? And you're like, oh, all the time. Yeah, yeah. no, it happens to me sometimes. And, like, and you're oh, like, wow, man. how old am I? Yeah, like, exactly. This is gonna happen for the rest of my life if it's still <laughs> happening right now. Right. That's kind of cool. And then you just start using it in random places. No, exactly. As soon as you learn it, you're like, oh, I need right. I need to start writing them down though. Yeah. <laughs> sounds smarter. Mm. I say dubious now. That's something I didn't used to say. I like that go. word. <laughs> I use go. very old woman words like cupboard just for fun. Cupboard. Like, you know, like mm. a 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or the Davenport. Yeah, I was I say that a lot. I don't even know what it is. I just to that piss my just mom say, off. If you just say as well instead of two, it makes you sound so much smarter. Oh, yeah. I say such as what? <laughs> I have a I had a friend of mine who used to say that, and that's like my new thing now. There you go. <laughs> yeah, a lot of little tidbits on this podcast, <laughs> <laughs> right? Little email hacks and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, instead of saying sorry, say thank you for your patience. I learned that like on that. Instagram. Yeah. Instead, yeah, don't apologize. You say like thank you for your for your flexibility or your patience. Oh yeah, or whatever. I did. Instead I, of being yeah, like sorry I'm late. That too. Yeah. I saw that too. You don't apologize for shit now. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I mean, like we're talent. sorry, but I'm not sorry. Yeah. You get what I'm yeah. saying? I, like, mean, I I say sorry all the time. Like I've probably said it on this podcast a few times. I like <laughs> had people at work tell me all the time. They're like. Stop apologizing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's not even a thing to be sorry about. Like, just, like no, you sneeze and you're like, Sometimes I'm so sorry. I say sorry to someone, and they're like, they're like offended that I said sorry. They're like, don't apologize. Yeah, no, I'm that person, but I also apologize a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's crazy. So I feel like we all just want it to. We want it all good. That's all. Exactly. You know? like, don't... Make sure we're all on even. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, no beef. I like how you said that. <laughs> so um, obviously, the Boston music scene. Boston hip hop scene. There's been like a lot of dope female artists in the last few years. Mm-hmm. Um, Bia obviously leading the charge, and then you got Oompa and Red mm-hmm. Shades and Dutch Rebel, and you know Melia the model, and the list goes on. Um, and I, I just feel like in the last few months, last year or so, you've kind of entered that conversation. Like you're mm-hmm. in that group now. Thank you. Yeah. So good. when did you? When did you start to feel like you were kind of kind of part of that scene? Um, shit. Probably 15. when... I, <laughs> I would love to say that, but um, honestly, this year. Yeah. Like you just said, um, I'm trying to think of like an actual milestone. I don't know. I think just kind of the connections that you realize that you have now. Right. Like I kind yeah. of pretty much well connected in, in every circle. That, that I know of in Boston. Yeah. Um, getting booked for things that I'm not connected to also. Like, you get what I'm saying? Just people yeah. finding me, going out of their way to find me. Right. Um, but, yeah, I don't... Like, very, very recently, actually, because, like, I just got nominated for, like, the New England Hip Hop Award for, like, Female Artist of the mm-hmm. Year. Yeah. Um, the Sue Sir feature, I'm getting, like, followers and mentions out the woodworks for that. So it's, like, as of right now, I feel like, like, Play getting mentioned on playlists and stuff like that. Yeah, like but, once it takes on a life of its own. Yeah, really it's kind of just like yeah. yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, I went on a press run before this for you know wants and needs, and I feel like that that probably helped a lot because it it gave me that opportunity to really connect with the people pushing the music out here, the right. podcast hosts and the radio like hosts and stuff like that. So I think that helped a lot too. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, we're still trying to figure out the whole press run thing. We'd like to be a part of those. <laughs> well, you are. We are. <laughs> you we are. are. <laughs> what do you mean we'd like to be a part of I was going to say, like, like I mean, you're what? friends, but... I'm here for press. We get, we get press. hit up by the people, the important people. That's true. That's how I... Because, you, yeah, you guys interview most of my favorite people. That's how yeah, I got put true. on. We are growing. Yeah. <laughs> stop underselling us dude. humble beginnings dude, dude i mean you said i think you're past humble beginnings you got cameras now he said you yeah, got exactly. started on a phone humble so beginning, humble beginnings of when we were recording on a phone you got the big ring light now 
I think right. that's good. All, all right. right. I can <laughs> see. Now we I got Motivelli on the <laughs> We made it now, all right? Yeah, well, considering <laughs> that we didn't get voted po- uh, Platform of the Year on Hip Hop. We were nominated, though. I was going to say a nomination is we were like, nominated. you know. <laughs> Boston Music I'm Awards didn't nominate us, but that's... That's a different the story. The recognition feels like, you know, at least should be Recognition is nice. Like, I was happy to see us on there. Because at least yeah. you get the opportunity for people who, like, can't vote to be like, she should win or they should win. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, people are actually rooting for you. You're making the noise. Shout out to exactly. the Museum TV. They won, I think. No, yes. Exposed won. Exposed? Wow. Yeah. Oh, Exposed. Yes. Yeah, They're yeah. from your hometown. They're in Hanover. Yeah. Or that's at least where they're recording. That's where, yeah. No, that's where they're located. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's a studio, though, but that makes sense. That's what it says in yeah. their bio. It says Hanover Mass. Shout out to Exposed TV. Shout out to all the platforms that were nominated. Yes. Big shouts. Big shouts. And all the <laughs> artists. <coughs> yeah, the, everybody who won was, like, dope. So mm. can't be mad at it. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. now we got Boston okay. Music Awards coming up, but we're just, we're just going to be spectators. So that's exciting. Wait, so the, we'll did the winners passes. come out, or? No, the nominations came out a oh, okay. days ago. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, some people I know got nominated. And Notebook yeah. P, I think you guys Notebook P, probably yeah. know him. Don't Love Notebook Oompa, P. Of I saw him perform last week. Where? At, were you at Shane Dillon's event? At, um, it was at the Hard Rock. Oh, no. Oh, no, but I did. That it was, was the day before. Ray, CD Rose. Yeah, that yeah. was the Shane day. Shane Dillon was there, actually. Yeah, and then the he had. Time. That was nice. Yeah, he's dope. He's so <laughs> he's sweet. Awesome. Yeah, he's so he sweet. He was really nice. But, I approached um, him. I was like, I know exactly who you are. I, like, <laughs> I, I can't wait for your album Super to talented. Yeah, yeah. A Star or Lonely Dreamer, I think it's called. Yeah. And he had the album released for it like the day after that Friday. Okay. And, I saw and, the track list for that. I was like, I yeah, it's. Oh, my God. I can't wait for it to come out. But me, Notebook, and Miranda were on that lineup with word. C4 and Kalea, I believe that's how you pronounce it. A few other dope-ass artists. Word. It was dope. Great vibe. All great performers. Yeah. I've yeah. seen Miranda a few times. I've seen C4 Her voice times. is, like, perfect. Miranda it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, incredible <laughs> Ridiculous. And C4 is a great performer. I yeah. love watching him on yeah. stage. He's yeah, he's ridiculous. He's comfortable up there. He knows he what is. he's doing. Oh, yeah. He really knows. He Insane. really knows how to do it. Crazy. Um, so do you have any live performances lined up right now? As of right now, no. I've been really focused on just, like, press run, just to, you know, promote the track. Um, that shows usually come to me. So it'll be like, Mm -hmm. I have, like, right now, nothing lined up. But then, like, tomorrow, I'll get, by by the end of the week, I'll have, like, okay, hitting him up. Like, we got (laughs) ten ten shows that we have to do next month, or we have this lined up, or, like, just planning out stuff. So you feel like, like you've realized like lately you're at a point where people are just reaching out to you. Like yeah. you, you're kind of getting noticed to yeah. the point where people are just like, all right, we need to get her on a show. Yeah, yeah, so exactly. And yeah. then just because like I feel really good about the last performances that I have done and they've kind of been piggybacking off of each other. Of like this is why the next one wants to get put get me on their show. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if I see some dope shit going on, then I'll definitely figure out who the curator is. And I'm like, yeah, I'd love to be a part of your next one. But you know, just to put myself on the radar. And that also is how it ends up coming back around usually. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, mm-hmm. just those connections, keeping those around. Nice. Yeah. Well, we're hoping to put on another show soon. So, well, shit. We'll I'd love to. to get you yeah, I'd lineup. love Absolutely. to. Yeah. <laughs> 2022. Yeah, 20, it's got to be 2022 at this point. At this point, point yeah. 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 <laughs> we, threw, we threw our first one in July, which was a success. So, we're hoping to Congrats. keep it going. And wow, you would definitely. Dope. 
be on our list would of artists. Would love to. Would love oh, to. Oh, yeah. That'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you mentioned that you started singing pretty much since you could talk. Uh, what <laughs> What were you doing? Like, what genres? And you must have been covering. Like, did you have favorite artists to cover oh, songs? Yeah. Um, I grew up listening to a lot of Stevie Wonder. Mm-hmm. So... I can kind of hear, even if he just wrote the song and he's not on it, like, just from my mother playing it so much, like, I kind of have a trained ear for shit like that now. But um, Beyonce, of course, I think everybody. Yeah, (laughs) Um, who doesn't like Beyonce? Yeah, I was obsessed with um, Tina Turner, watching her perform, and just her energy, and uh, Ray Charles went through a crazy, like, obsession with him in elementary school. So I did a lot of, it was a lot of soulful, uh, a lot of soulful shit growing up. So that's kind of like, I would mimic them and that's how I would train my own voice until I ended up taking like real vocal lessons. Oh, what age did that start? Vocal lessons? um, Probably 2016 or 2017, I think. Or 2016 into 17. Yeah. Because wow. I was like, you know, I have the money now to, you know, I'm. this is everything. So I'm like, yeah. I, I sing too. I really want to start training my voice. And I smoke a lot. So I want to make sure that I'm like <laughs> staying on top of my shit. Yeah. So we yeah. had this conversation with uh, people about that, like maintaining smoking habits and their singing voice. And yeah. do you smoke before you go on stage? You oh, yeah. You wait after? <laughs> you I'm, I'm not as like disciplined as I should be. Mm. Um, and it's crazy because my manager, Barbette, will actually, he's like, yo, this is something we got to start thinking about when you're doing like festivals and bigger shows and shit. Yeah. Like you might have to like, I'm thinking about stuff now, like going on vocal rest and mm. not smoking for a week before a big show. And I'm like... So do you think <laughs> like uh, the idea of it already is oh goodness? Yeah. Do you think that some people are faking or use smoking as a prop if they are like big time professionals but look like they always have something going? You know? It's yeah. Like how, yeah. Is that really like what's happening? I think yeah. A lot people cap everything. Mm. Yeah. So cap cap about everything. So yeah, definitely. I don't know anybody who does that, but I also don't know anybody who smokes as much as me. And I've been told <laughs> that. It. Like <laughs> I've had I like it. I have a follower of mine who I actually know personally, but we don't hang out all the time, so I wouldn't expect her to know, but she actually commented on like a reel I posted and I'm smoking in it and she was like, Wow, you're like really always smoking. <laughs> And I was like, what did you think? I just like, like, called somebody every time I had a life. photo shoot. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. like, no, I, I don't like just have it. Like, I'm always smoking. So if you're getting a picture of me, I'm probably going to be smoking. It's mm, just, nice. and I'm not like a, <laughs> like a heavy, like everybody should smoke weed or whatever the fuck. Yeah. It's, just right. it's just my thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, but yeah, that, that would be kind of corny. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's kind of corny. Yeah. Well, I always think of like, I go to like Snoop or Wiz. I'm just like, are they really constantly? No, Snoop I mean, is really. Yeah. That's what I that mean. Much. Like, see, somebody like Wiz Khalifa, I feel like it's his brand now. Like, I feel like he smokes more than he, he wants to. Right. Yeah. He Whereas can't stop Snoop Dogg, that's what he built his brand on. I f- yeah. exactly. I yeah. feel like Snoop Dogg is like a me. Like, no, you're just gonna always catch us because we're always smoking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's just like. I'm One of the funniest things I ever saw of Snoop Dogg was when he had... I've talked about this before, but I just thought it was so funny. He was doing a Snoop Lion phase, and he was about to <laughs> go somewhere. And he was just in a hotel, like, just smoking in the hotel. And then, like, walks out to the lobby, like, still with the blunt in his hand. I was like... So, I will... Only I will, Snoop, I will, only Snoop not only Snoop. Well, well, 
Well, he's one of the. I was gonna say because I mean, like in all out in the lobby, yeah, probably because who's gonna say something? But like, there's there was a time I'm not gonna say the hotel. I was out of state, and I hope I don't get like banned from anywhere. (laughs) But like, I paid. Well, I can't. Yeah, no, I can't because I I paid the smoking fee. Oh, like bef- with the room, so oh, there you go. It was like they oh, came up the, like before you. Yeah, even? so when they came upstairs, you can do that? Uh, we did it, uh, <laughs> and they like, somebody it's came like a upstairs. Fee, right? Isn't it like yeah, so like that. I've gotten that fee before. Somebody came <laughs> upstairs, knocked, and they was like, "You can't be smoking up here," and we it's showed like, them oh, the receipt. Paid. Yeah, and they just they was like went downstairs. They were like, "We're gonna talk to management. We didn't hear anything." So, you know what? Wow. Yeah. That's that, genius. I, yeah. <laughs> it was in Chicago. I was like, maybe they're more That's lenient. Because no. I feel like I got that from watching um, the idea from watching, I think, Kings of Comedy. Um, Steve Harvey, I think, said that. Find me. He just I think smokes. Steve Harvey said him and Bernie Mac did that. And I was watching it and I was like, <laughs> right. I was like, well, let me see wow. if, because, <laughs> like, the hell? And it went, it worked. That is That's cool. crazy. Yeah. I heard a comedian once say that they got, they had, like, a bad set. It was a, just, like, a sh- sh- shitty night. So they go back to their hotel, and they just sat in their bed and smoked cigarettes, like, didn't give a fuck. <laughs> and they... We've, been, we've all been there. <laughs> just chain-smoking cigarettes? Yeah. In the oh hotel room. God. Jesus. He gets just... the charge, and he, he's, like, home by the time he gets it. So he, like, calls them, and he's just like, hey, uh, there's like a charge for smoking on my room and they were like yeah it reeked like cigarettes we had to clean it there was like that's the cleaning fee and he's like oh no that can't be right because i don't smoke and they just didn't fight him and they took it off yeah i mean yo see it's, you just it's about seeing Some what you can do just went in that room and hot boxed yeah and, and what's, housekeeping. what's yeah. crazy is one of the girls that we were sharing the room with tried to dispute like the the a charge for like you know the the bottles they have in the oh, fridge. Man, yeah. Oh, so man, like we got bar? yeah. When like after our stay, we're leaving, and she noticed it, and she was like, <laughs> "We didn't take that out on purpose. Like we didn't know it was thing, and we tried to put it back." And like she was trying to dispute, and I was like, "Girl, just <laughs> I was yeah. like girl." <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, I've also heard uh, one more anecdote on this topic that Rihanna does this. She buys out a floor of a hotel so mm. she can chief it. And then if anybody on the floor below, above or below complains, she just pays for their stay. Is, That's what I'm saying. This? Wouldn't it just yeah. be cheaper to, to pay money. for their stay in, <laughs> yeah. in the first place? And so, well, I mean, eh, no, that makes sense. <laughs> it makes sense exactly how she did it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. That's it's, boss, though. That is boss. It would be would make sense because I can't imagine a hotel will complain at that I'm like point. Like Beyonce too. would just buy out the hotel. I don't think the hotel is going to complain about a person buying out an entire floor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and she's probably like, like yeah. giving them a little more. Like, this than... is our best customer ever. Exactly. <laughs> like who does just that? You. And it's yeah. the sweets. Like you know what I mean? And it's it's Rihanna, all the sweets. So it's like she's going to attract people to their hotel anyways. I would love my hotel Rihanna, to smell like but... Rihanna. Yeah. <laughs> I would love my anywhere to smell like Rihanna. I don't know what Rihanna smells like but it's probably really good. She like It's probably weed and like yeah. black girl magic like tropics and, and oh goodness <laughs> <laughs> sounds lovely honestly. yeah shout, shout out to yeah big shout, shout out, out to, to rihanna, rihanna. Yeah. <laughs> i was listening to bitch better have my money earlier today that's such a jam you listen to her and you're like she makes great fucking music yeah. <laughs> and it's like every time no matter yeah. what i listen to i'm like she makes amazing oh, the music. attitude behind it you're just like her team yeah. like, let's go. her best job probably one of the best like teams in the history of music She's like, I think. I remember her when PR, she first, her I management, when her she first was on the radio. Writing. I think it was that song, "If It's Loving That You Want." 
um, and I was in like seventh grade, and that song was on the radio. And then there was Ponde Replay after that. <laughs> no, it's, oh. I need you to say it again. Pond- <laughs> I'm white. Don't make fun no, of me. It's just hilarious. <laughs> Everybody needs to hear it again. Ponde Replay. <laughs> Isn't that what she says? Yeah. Like, come on. <laughs> exactly like how he just said it too. <laughs> On day replay. We need to get a drop of that and then do like a mix of the song and over the her part. Just have him do it. No, that one came out and then it was just (coughs) endless hits since then, like Mm -hmm. 15 years. Umbrella was like that's when I got hit. Yeah, it's like wow, she can Um, do no wrong. And then she came out. Shut up and drive, like. And then anti, like that's still on the charts. Mm. Just chilling. Yeah. Amazing. No, she's a hit maker. She's a hit maker. And And then she retired. And didn't tell anybody. Ponde really? Re- I didn't. Ponde, Ponde replay. replay. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be stuck in How my head. How do you head. say it? How do you say it? I'm probably going to say it the same way say you do. It. I don't have a Ponde replay. Ponde. Pa- yeah. Now nah, I feel like I'm saying way. it wrong. I'm just saying it like how he's saying it. Because isn't it supposed pa- to be Ponde replay. Like, I think it's more of a D. Accent, yes. Ponde replay. I don't want to fake the accent. I don't either. I feel like I have more of a Boston accent too. So it probably sounds crazy. Uh. <laughs> I have my um, what do we call it? Western Mass friends saying dead dogs now, so we're branching oh, really? out, uh, putting on, putting on for the city. I'll be honest, I didn't know dead dogs was a Boston thing. I didn't like, either until like four years ago, maybe. Until yeah. I heard my my Western Mass friend say it, and mm. I was like, he said it in a song, and I was like, <laughs> like the first dead bar, dogs. I, I was heard, like, wow. I, I had heard people say it like occasionally growing up, but I I just thought it was like a universal thing. I, I feel like know. it skips like Springfield because I you hear it in New York, but I've never heard anybody in Springfield say it. And then got when their I own thing going yeah, on, yeah, the boonies. But when I <laughs> when I started traveling out there, like they made fun of me for saying it, and then they yeah. would say like, "Oh, that's like it's the Boston shit." Interesting. I'm like, okay, <laughs> I guess we're See, fine. I, I thought it was just like the opposite of on God. You know, no, it's on dead it's, dogs. It came, well, no, it's the same say thing, on though. Dogs, but if you're like on God, you know, like the same. It's the same thing. It's just yeah, the it's the same thing. It's the on dead flip. dogs is just more emphasis. Like I usually mm. like I don't really say on God. Like I text that more, but on yeah. dead dogs, it's like swearing. Right. <laughs> it's yeah, yeah. like yeah. mad like, emphasis. Like on, on dogs, dead dogs, and like then there's on dead dogs. Exactly, like, exactly, exactly. That's like a double dog dare. Exactly. Exactly. That's what it is. Yeah. I love the translations. Yeah. From like AAV to standard English. Yeah. Like yeah. I love this. On dead dogs. Yeah. That's our job. We have a we have a translation segment every podcast. It's funny no, learning about like the different words that are only New England words that you never realized like until you grew so up. So many. I'm I didn't know that even more. fluff was a thing just around. Like yeah. really? Either yeah. that's crazy cuz I crazy. like when I found that out I was like where do you guys live? Also, <laughs> that's, so it's just PBJs? Like That's what I'm deal? saying. Yeah. Like it's I so eat it out nips, the damn nips like the little alcohol bottles. What do other people call them? So my friends shooters, shooters. Yes, no, <laughs> that's yeah. so gross. Right. That so sounds very right. like that sounds like uh, you should say pause after school, you say it. I went to it. college in Pennsylvania, and it was mostly like New York and New Jersey kids there. And when I said nips, they were like, "What are you talking about?" I was like, "Like, like your alcohol. nipples?" They're like, "Oh, you mean shooters?" I'm like, "No, nips." That like, sounds you... very oh inappropriate. God. Right. <laughs> like that sounds hella I mean, inappropriate. Not that nips doesn't either. If you but... ask somebody if they brought shooters and they said yes, I'd be like, "Hold on." What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, what kind of shooters are we talking about? I hate about? how down south they say pop. 
Like, and I thought that was like, Pop, like not like, soda? Yeah, yeah, I thought that they was do like that in the Midwest a joke. too. I think that's in like Michigan and stuff. They say pop. My yeah. grandmother tried to convince me that around here we say tonic, and I told her to shut up. Where's yeah, tonic? Nineteen twenty. <laughs> yeah, I was like, <laughs> I think that's a that's a generation about. thing, <laughs> <Yeah>. ma'am. Because <laughs> I'm like, what is tonic? Is that like is that me- it's like medicine <laughs> no. alcohol, right? Well, I think it's like tonic water is like bubbly. Oh, it's water. Oh, seltzer. It's still order a gin and tonic which, which is tonic is water, which water. Gin, yeah. yeah seltzer water seltzer is gross water. yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry we just had to make a like, take a second out to say that also club soda like isn't that seltzer water probably <laughs> but like, all of this people, is only like old people say club soda <laughs> <laughs> what is a club soda though isn't it just <laughs> like a club soda. for it's you a it's soda a from a bar right, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. that's crazy it sounds so exclusive <laughs> now see i'm gonna start i'm gonna take all this and start saying it right when yeah. i go because i don't get all back i'm not a club person but i like when i have to perform in those spaces i'm just i just do shit for my own entertainment so i'm gonna just start like club soda please and be like how old are you yeah. <laughs> i'll be like 18 can i get a tonic water <laughs> that's so gross yeah. what's that your favorite crazy. show that you've performed at so far most memorable shane dillon's shane dillon yeah um off rip and second was uh probably finally reloaded Washam's last event okay it was oh, i wanted to go fun. to that so bad I had it to was work. so fun i remember seeing that lineup i was like it was so fun. Um, we got Wait, drunk. We had a good 8th? time. That was no. It was, was in it? September, I think. <laughs> oh, okay. It, it was, was like a... Brandy Blaze, Cake Sweat. Yeah, like C four. I, I think. Yeah, I think. Yeah. We're always on the same lineup, so it's just C four is everywhere. Like I go to random shows, like not even knowing that he's on the bill, and he's just there. Performing. Yeah, even I'm if like, he's what? not performing, he's just popping up. He's just popping yeah. up, like he knows someone that's performing, and they bring him on stage. He gets and, like, like an always... hour and a half of sleep a day, and then he's just gone. That's crazy. <laughs> an animal. He's Kid gone. An He'll animal. call me. We he's first like... had him on the podcast almost two years ago now. Yeah, and he was like. He had just turned 18, I think, at the time. Yeah. And I was like, this kid is fucking... And you would have thought he was 25. Like Jason Tatum of the rap game. I was saying I, at that time. Just like Jason Tatum, I still think he's 18. Even though that was years <laughs> yeah, ago. Exactly. <laughs> I did call him the Jason Tatum of the rap game at that time. Yeah, yeah it's funny because I think everybody, like, he just kind of stopped aging. Like, every, because he's been such an old man since, yeah. <laughs> since we all knew him. Yeah. Like, he's so my oldest, I my heard, longest I friend. I first heard and... about him when he was like 16, probably. Yeah. We've known dropped... each other since he was 14. I was 15. Okay. And he, yeah, he's been. Oh, we got to talk about Brockton. Yeah. yeah. So you're from from Brockton. Yes, sir. Brockton is, the hip-hop scene is crazy right now. It's booming right now. It's insane. Like We've been waiting for it, too. Like, Brockton's (laughs) competing with Boston right now. It's Mm -hmm. like, which one's better? Yeah. And I think Um, with the best thing, I'm sorry not to cut you off, the best thing out of that, though, is it's kind of forcing Massachusetts to come together. Yeah. Like, New England is like, okay, we, as a scene, need to just be New England. Absolutely. yeah. So you got Van Buren, you've got you, you've got C4, you've got J Rose, you got Garrett Merck, you've got um, who else? I mean, there's so many people. Who else is there? I'm trying to think. Oh, um, Darius Haywood just dropped an album. I mean, it feels like. Oh yeah, he just dropped a video too with Colin, Colin Pagioni. I yes. If like I I update our playlist like once a week and every single week there's Brockton artists mm-hmm. on there so it just feels like people are constantly mm-hmm. putting stuff out and we've been like when I was talking about SoundLab where I started 
um, that's where I met. Well, I met Saint Lior in high school, but Saint we Lior, started yeah. working. We were in the sound lab when we were recording, same time. Um, he did the cipher like after I did. So me and C4 were always in the studio together. So like all of these people, and I've known Luke and Ricky from Van Vary since high school. So right. it's like we were all just waiting for this. <laughs> We've all yeah. just been kind of honing our crafts until we got tell. up to this point. You can point. tell that like all the artists that are really <clears throat> starting to pop from there, they've been. You can tell that they've been spending time yeah. really polishing their craft. It's and I, not just like an overnight thing. Exactly. Yeah. And I do have to shout out uh, Latrell and Jessica because, again, like they used to come in and we'd just be chilling, Latrell, just vibing. Latrell James? Yeah. And his, I believe it's still his manager, Jessica. Yeah. Yep. And um, they'd come in and be like, nah, everybody get up. And it'd be like performance boot camp and they'd have us run through our sets just on spare time and so like they'd make sure we went up during the um speak your truths and performed and like so you know shout out to them for making sure we want our p's and q's and really took it serious because they they honed us into stars like you know the the ones who took it serious yeah up here now uh, a couple years ago was the 2019 (coughs) state of new england hip-hop event hosted by lfod and Latrell was on the panel and he talked about Van Buren like a lot on yeah. that panel. He yeah. was like he was like, I just really believe in what those guys are doing. I know he worked with Luke Bars closely a lot for a little bit too. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, I, I mean I guess I probably learned about them then. I was like getting hip to this whole scene a few years back as I got more involved in this. Said this a million times, but uh I was starstruck by Van Buren when mm-hmm. they came out and performed okay. At the Boston I believe Music it was Awards. just Luke Bars, but they all came out. So I knew, yeah, this was Boston They're Music so Awards, what, two years ago? <laughs> what was this? Two years ago, Boston the Music one, Awards? Yeah, it was two years ago, when Hefe Replay was standing on the railing. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that was, so I knew Van Buren before them, but, like, when I saw the performance, that's when I became, like, a fan. I was, like... Because they're all sick. stars in yes. their own right, and it's as dope as how, how they, they were all... doing the mask thing before it was cool. Super cool. <laughs> with the, like, the <laughs> Lord Felix always. I was has, gonna. Like, I was just about to say that he he's always, always had the shade. On. I don't think I've ever seen his face before. I definitely haven't. He's the only one that really? I didn't. You've yeah, never seen his uh, face? he's the only one I didn't know before. That's crazy. In before you know. And I high saw school. some interview with him, and they asked him how old he was. He was like twenty something. Like he's very mysterious. He oh, I love yeah, that. He I doesn't tell do anyone that. anything. <laughs> okay. I like yeah. That. <laughs> <laughs> like twenty. Okay. Like. <laughs> no, we gotta start doing that. Yeah. Um, but I actually um, was in a video. You guys know comp- my compiled thoughts. Thoughts. Yes. Absolutely. I did a um video. I was in a video and like directed it for Humbeats because he for the his album where yeah. he has a song, I believe it's on his album, but he has a song with um compiled thoughts and Lord Felix called nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. I love that song. And I'm yeah. I'm in the video and I directed it and Lord he didn't he show up. That video? Yeah. I love that video. Yeah, but thank it you. <laughs> thank worked. you. I mean obviously everybody was helped out, but yeah, yeah. the direction was dope. But um he was supposed to be there, and he didn't show up, and that's kind of how why we ended up having to, you know, come up with what we came up with. But um, love the song, but I was looking for because I was definitely gonna like. I've never got to meet him or like sit down and talk to him, and mm-hmm. so I don't even know how mysterious he is. Like everything I hear is off of hearsay. You never see his face, so yeah, that's like so cool though. I, like I follow that. him on Twitter it's like too. MF I'm Doom. like, bro. Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah who the exactly. Hell knows what MF Doom's face looks like. like That's crazy. Oh man, wasn't Zarfit? Oh no, Zarfit. Sia was like that for a little bit too. Yeah, yeah. True. Who was Sia? Sia. Oh, okay. um, you know Chandelier that song. She has the black and white thing. Yeah, right? yeah with yeah. her bangs would always yep. like. That looks annoying as hell though. <laughs> <laughs> she pulled it off. 
And uh, her did that for a little bit too, with the big ass shades. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody so you needs want some anonymity. I kind of like the mysterious thing. Like, there's always no, little cool. tricks. Yeah. Like some people can, can pull it off. Yeah. It's it's nice. I liked I, when I saw that interview and he was like, "I'm 20 something." I'm like, "You could be 29 or 21." And I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, but it really like shouldn't that. matter. That's the thought. It's like you know what? At Fuck the end it, of the right? Day, I was like, <laughs> the reason he's saying that is because he knows if he tells people his age, they're gonna judge. Like, like when you tell someone your age, they're gonna be like, "Oh, you should be at this point in your life," or like, right. "You should yeah. be doing this." It's like, who the fuck cares? Well, it's funny because twenty something. It's like, wow, you could be anywhere right now in life. Right, so it's like twenty is so different from 29. Exactly. Exactly. I love, that. I love that. It's either fresh out of high school, or like I just got my first real career, right? <laughs> like, or I just had like my second kid. So right. it's like, it it's like it you could be, be wherever. So, do you think someone, someone in their late thirties or forties and beyond, do you think they could fake a young voice enough for you to be convinced in an interview, like that they were actually young? You know Some people I mean? just have young. Or would you voices. just hear the where? I'm trying to think life? because John Mulaney. Oh, you guys know yeah, he loves John Mulaney. I, I love him every podcast. I try not to bring up my Why obsession does with Big bring Mouth because he's, he's hilarious. You, you saw him right live? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. 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 I would. I would pay good money to see. Him. I did. I couldn't even get seats next to my. We sat in front of each other, like on the end of. A I don't row. care if we were sitting in different rooms with yeah. whoever I came with. I need to be able to see him. He. Yeah. I watched his Netflix. I think he has a Netflix special. Yeah, he's hilarious. A There's like new in town. Comeback Kid, uh, some there. I think there's I watched. Yeah, one. I watched like three of them. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. The latest one is called From Scratch because he just like went to rehab and everything. So. Oh, I see. I haven't seen that one. He got one. divorced, right? During COVID, he what? got divorced and then went to rehab. And in his whole new act, he talks about like <laughs> how he hit like Seth Myers was at his intervention and like all these. That's I'm about to people. get so high when I get home and just watch <laughs> this. Like, I swear to God. Yo, what? Because I literally just binge watched um, Big Mouth, the new oh, season. Man. And like me and my best friend were talking about how I think and nobody wants to admit that they watch the show. <laughs> I don't say anything about it unless like I'll, if I feel like I'm in a cool enough environment, I'll be like, yeah, I'll watch it. But we don't talk about it because it's yeah. crazy. But he's hilarious. It is hilarious. Big Mouth is just so raw that I like it is funny. But I'm like, man, this makes me feel weird. I too. feel like I feel like I shouldn't laugh about anything that I'm hearing. And it's like, do you watch the show? No, you I haven't. Don't know what you guys are talking I'm about, like, you. Honestly. how close friends are you guys? Uh, we, we are close friends. We're very but we close have very friends. different interests. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no I can. We're very close friends, but he watches a lot of stuff that I, I can kind of tell that he wouldn't laugh he'd be like what the fuck <laughs> you probably, but probably. you it's something that you like you'd have to catch him watching it for you to be like yo what is going on yeah like somebody I, asked me they like one of my friends because i was telling him about it and i'm cracking up and they were like yo put on an episode and i'm like scrolling trying to find the least like offensive and so, most appropriate one and i was like you know what you just watch it on your own time and yeah. let me know how you feel later my, my favorite i think like if you were gonna like show somebody a scene is like when he's He's prepping for personal time, and the demon's like handing him tissues, and he's like, "Thank you, sir." He's got like, he's got like a, um, like the music thing, whatever, like holds the music stand, like as if he's like about to conduct an orchestra. It's 
so funny. It's so and, inappropriate. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I shouldn't even have brought that up. Like, <laughs> you guys, it's, everything, it's so all funny. the funniest things I'm thinking about, I'm like, I shouldn't bring this up right it's, now. Like, I'm yeah, not even gonna, but yeah, funny, watch but it. You if, you, don't watch it with your parents. Don't. don't. Watch it with your parents. Oh my God, my mother will walk by and she's just like... <laughs> Cartoon. horrified yeah i'm like bro oh my god and it's crazy because she wouldn't let me watch south park i'm like look at what you did because you tried to censor mm-hmm. me when i was younger oh dude my mom wouldn't let me watch rugrats really what <laughs> yeah. what why what know. the hell well rugrats no did have like weird imagery kind i was of gonna stuff. say the know. imagery is kind of trippy about rugrats yeah. that my mom did not fuck with and she was the like, rugrats no, imagery could this. very well go into like a robot chicken yeah realm mm. because there was like some scary stuff i remember like some of the things that they would show it would be like a normal scene in your house but then they'd like transform it into something yeah scary, the then, view like, of it mm. so you know what you just a memory you just brought up i did acid one time and Uh-oh. Yeah, um, mirror, like, I was looking in the mirror, and, like, I'm looking at myself, and I noticed, like, the whole background became, like, a hard-drawn sketch, and I, I didn't know, obviously, I just, I was like, all right, I'm done with the mirror, and I just walked <laughs> <Yeah>. away, <laughs> but it made me, like, I was thinking about it after, I'm like, bro, like, why did that creep me out? It's just a drawing. Obviously, I don't belong there, but... You say you shouldn't look in a mirror on acid. Yeah, yeah, that's also why, because I could have very well ended up in that world. <laughs> that's yeah, probably, like, that's why I walked away, but that's what I mean, though, like, the imagery from that is like very much some some trippy type shit. Yeah, but I think they got away with a lot with old TV. Oh, they definitely on like did. They were Sponge still trying Bob, to figure like it the, out. The amount of references in SpongeBob that we didn't understand when we were younger. And then that originally got pitched for Adult Swim. SpongeBob? Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, I'm not surprised. And it got rejected, obviously. And Nickelodeon was like, you know what? Yeah, right. <laughs> we can yeah. we can do something with this. <laughs> so, do you know the show? Uh, Oh my god, why am I forgetting the regular show on Cartoon Network? Yes. Yeah. So they had basically the same thing, except they're way less subtle about it in the show. So they, they're always doing like the stoner giggles and stuff. Cartoon Network is wreck. Yeah. And <laughs> Cartoon so Network is good wreck. <laughs> there was one scene in particular. There's actually an old short before the show became famous, um, that they were like doing acid like the characters from that show were like just in a short before it ever became like popular doing like actual drugs and there's a scene where on the vcr it says 420 and he goes to put a tape into the vcr and his arm should block out the time but the time shows through his arm 420 still and then it like and i remember noticing that i was like that's so obvious that this is like on daytime for kids and stuff it's an acid trip but it's crazy because any adult what but that's like they they're great their marketing was amazing because you're you're pulling in like probably like as young as 13 like a 12 11 even Mm. because of the imagery and oh you talking about a spongebob short or regular show this is regular show. yeah i'm talking about like cartoon network their audience because their audience is raging from like yeah their audience ranges from like 11 year olds to like 35 year olds who like cosplay this shit so you get what i'm saying like they they really and who can understand the jokes versus the kids who are just watching it like this is funny because it's sarcastic or because it's colorful or whatever the fuck they definitely have good writers because i i've heard like in the comedy world too that there's like people try to layer their jokes so that there is a level of complexity to it that some people will laugh at and then other people there's just like surface level like exactly jokes that they so they, they always at. hit mm. for the different audience yeah it's yeah. interesting man we tangented hard on that but that was so interesting <laughs> I was say, you could teach comedy with that info <laughs> <We> shit <did. laughs> that's crazy yeah 
That is crazy. <laughs> so who are some local artists you haven't worked with who you would like to work with? I ask this all the time. I need an answer. Notebook no. P. Who do you not want to work with at all? Who's your least favorite artist? Yeah, who no, sucks? <laughs> who sucks? I don't even have an answer because I wouldn't, I wouldn't even know them. Nobody ever no, has an joking. answer. Uh, yeah, joking. I was going to say. We don't want you to answer that. No, because Charlie will ask that question and then just like, Charlie Machine. <laughs> like, who sucks? And then like, yeah. it's like crickets until you answer. So I'd be, I'd be trying, I'd be prepared. But <laughs> nah, but um, people I really want to work with, Notebook P, definitely. I've been, like, noticing I'm looking for a reason. Like, any beat I get sent, I'm like, I feel like I could get him on this. Just because I, I love his his delivery, his uh, lyricism. His vocals are amazing. Um, me and C4 have a few songs in the vault. Word. And he keep yeah, he's a we need to drop and we need to get back in the studio. I'm like, you need to mix the shit we have. <laughs> but <laughs> um we yeah, we got some stuff coming out, but obviously him, Van Buren definitely. Yes. Um uh, most specifically um Saint Lior. Okay. Yeah, because I I love Luke Bars, but I feel like Saint Lior his sound would just like we would do something crazy. Mm-hmm. Something crazy. Um Snowbook P, Saint Lior, I'm trying to think. That's Shay Nice too. I've been like I'm a I'm actually a fan of her music. I really fuck with her sound, her delivery Who's and everything. That? Shay Nice. She Shay actually nice? yeah, she just won the um the New England hip hop award for the category. I was in the female hip hop artist of the year. Oh, uh, do you guys know Shooter's music? Shooter music? Oh, Shay Vans. Yeah, what did I say? Shay nice. nice. I'm sorry. Oh. I'm so sorry. Shay Vans. Shay Nice okay. is an artist from Springfield. Okay. Sorry. No, so I know sorry. Shay Vans. I yeah. Like Vans. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are like, what? I was like, she's just yeah, one. How do you like, get that? Yeah, yeah. I was like, what? But I yeah, no. I Shay Vans. I love her voice and uh, her delivery. Yeah, she makes good music. So I fuck with her. I'm a I like huge her fan sound. of her. I started following Shooter's music probably last year mm-hmm. like 8-Zip and Side Street Capo and then like the beginning of this year they started posting Shea Bands mm-hmm. and I was like I actually was um it was an event Y Sham did like earlier this year earlier in the summer and I got hip to her she was performing like yeah. it was like a I think it was like an open mic thing or she really just exploded onto the scene this yeah, year yeah like, no bullshit all of a sudden just like Excuse me. crazy videos mm-hmm. songs mm. a lot of different styles great too. mentions yeah you know what and that's I mean? what I'm saying like you could tell she really found she her sound R&B, right away she does drills she does everything exactly like, it's crazy mm-hmm. she's dope so you yeah. gotta be versatile you gotta be versatile yeah. mm-hmm. absolutely so uh did we ask about shows? What's your next show? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we asked about shows. About that. <laughs> we asked about features. Um, I guess the I was just gonna ask. I mean, not to like wind it back, but like, do you make a lot of your references are towards like your music in general? I'm like, does your content ever go around any of the like the fun stuff, like comedy, or like, do you make any references to shows you watch or anything like that in your music? Um, I'm trying to think. It, uh, not comedy, but like shit that I watch, obviously. Like, I have a, I don't know if this isn't a song, but like in a freestyle that I did um, for like, it was the CWTFB Cypher actually recently, Red oh. Cups um, Cypher. And there was a bar in that, and it was like heartthrob, like rough and heartthrob, like David, but my voice a little rougher. Fronto straight down to paper, no tips because I'm gutter. So, like, I grew up, like, kind of obsessed with the temptations and that whole just mm-hmm. generation of performers and stuff like that. So, I'll make, like, a Ike and Tina reference here and there in a song. Word. Or 
yeah, like just shit like that. Whatever, whatever it comes up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, that's always cool. I, I like... love wordplay though, so I always try to find ways to like throw in some shit. Yeah, I've learned a lot about pop culture just through song references like mm-hmm. this. Like, I'll hear you say something, and I'm just Same, like, yeah. what is that? And then I Google it, and I'm like, oh, that's about a band, about a song, yeah. about a person that existed. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that's so interesting. And I just Like learned. David Ruffin, I think yeah. you guys obviously know. He's the heartthrob in The Temptations. I actually didn't know I, that. Yeah, I remember so. Lil Wayne had a line where he was like, murder she wrote like Angela Lansbury. And I didn't know, I never understood that line. And then at work recently, someone was talking about the, sh- is it a show or a movie, like, Murder, She Wrote? Oh my God. What? <laughs> you were just sitting there like, oh my God, that's what yeah. he meant. <laughs> and they were like, they were like, someone asked like a trivia question. They were like, who's the actress from that movie? And I was like, Angela Lansbury. <laughs> and they were like, like I you? know everything now. I was like, now. I knew that from a Lil Wayne song in 2007. <laughs> like, that's fucking. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> same thing kind of happened with Lil Wayne verse. I think, you know, that, that line he says in six foot seven foot i think it is and real g's moving silence like lasagna yeah. like two years later i'm taking a test and i'm like reading something and i was like <laughs> like it just lasagna. dawned on me i was like yeah. oh my god the g and lasagna silent yeah, yeah. that's fucking insane this nigga's with the goat <laughs> the goat <laughs> Yeah, I was the biggest Wayne fan in high school. Yeah, same. Oh yeah, every same. <laughs> I get into a was. weekly debate with my boyfriend about Low Wayne, because he, he's wall, not right? he's not really like impressed. I need to see that before I leave my eyes like shit. I can't see it. But I used to hate on he, Lil Wayne a lot. A, a lot, lot of people lot. did. We got into a, a real heated debate. I have a video of me like scream rapping, um, six foot seven foot in his face <laughs> while he's driving. But I have uh, we got into like a debate recently because he we were like driving to New York and he's like kept putting on common and I just kept flipping back on Wayne and. I mean, obviously, everybody loves Common, but I'm like, as far as wordplay, and he was like, Wayne doesn't impress me. Common so, got the the substance yeah, and the, yeah, yeah his when Lil subject Wayne, like, matters When really there. popping in, like, 07, 08, there were a lot of, like, hardcore hip-hop heads that were like, nah, this isn't real hip-hop. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah, I mean, And now whatever. it seems like a decade <laughs> later, like, people are starting to respect him He's more as the a goat, yeah. Just, it's funny to me. Yeah. I feel like Freddie Gibbs is kind of going to be on that same got that same I vibe when Freddie Gibbs on. started popping in like 2010 lo- he's so problematic but I love Freddie and Gibbs now he's like an icon yeah yeah he's like, yeah did you see the academics and the spat he had with um academics I on Twitter hilarious that, yeah. and that's what I mean like if it was anybody else I'd be like grow up but Freddie Gibbs I'm like you're hilarious yeah <laughs> like that's <laughs> it's funny how like you become what a fan of here? someone and uh what were you saying? I was just saying, like, you become a fan of someone and you kind of just, like, excuse certain things. Yeah, because like, nah, <laughs> you like, feel like you know them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, the Him and academics got into, like, a little spat on... That's an old lady word, too. But they got into, like, a little... <laughs> somebody said that recently, and I've been using that. But, yeah, they got into, like, a little back and forth. And I can't... I don't even know what it was about. I think academics called him, like, a, a Twitter gangster or something like that. Who and was academics, though? Like, Freddie Gibbs just responded with, like, anybody? shut the fuck up. And yeah. it just blew up. And I was like, ha. That's pretty funny, <laughs> though, yeah. Like, ha. Oh, man. I... Those are fun. We should stage a... We should stage an argument <laughs> Those are like fun, that. he said. <laughs> those are fun, yeah. yeah. Stage a positive. beef with somebody. That's why I always let's ask people it. who's their least favorite artist. Because I'm going to start one. I should have said energy, C4. Let's put all our energy into starting <laughs> just a beef. To, just to start a beef. 
Yeah, we should just. This whole podcast is trying to beef with Drake. That's our yeah. gimmick. Trying to beef with Drake. We just yeah. want to get Drake's attention. I'm not at that level to beef with Drake. <laughs> Do that when I'm not on the episode. Well, Twenty minutes ago, I was talking about humble beginnings, so I don't think we are either. No. I was gonna but say Humbeats loves Drake. Wait till he gets on here. He's like, I love <laughs> wait till he gets Honestly, on here I to do Drake that. Too. Wait till Hum gets on here and just be like, fuck Drake. Just, yeah. just for no reason at all. <laughs> I have said on this podcast before, I was like, Drake gets enough love that we need somebody else. He's now. another one. I just love him. He, I love absolutely Drake. love Drake. I love Drake because for every I, and no reason at all. I just like followed his whole career. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? From like, Degrassi. From, my sister used to watch Degrassi. Like, like. Yeah. And then I just remember the So Far Gone mixtape and even the shit before that. First song I heard by him was Ransom with Lil Wayne. I think that was in like 2008. And I was such a Wayne fan at the time. I would listen to anything he was on. <laughs> so when that song came out, I listened to it and I was like, who is this guy? Yeah. And I was like, he can rap. First song I think that I really got hip to was uh, First Name Ever, Last Name Greatest. The one where he comes out Forever, with the, yeah, yeah, that shit. And I was like, okay, the one he got with, it. With, Kanye and everybody Eminem was in that song. Everybody yeah. was in. I was like, this is that was like the craziest thing out. Because I was like, Eminem's on a song with Lil Wayne. Like, yeah, that was huge to me. Oh my god, when Eminem, because I was a huge Eminem fan growing up too. Yeah. Um, Eminem and, and Nicki Minaj. For five years and then just like he got sober. Yeah, he got sober. Yeah, yeah. But I he, remember when he made that comeback. It was like, yeah, that was when back. I actually got into. You felt Eminem. like he was back. Honestly, no. When Relapse came out, I was, like, disappointed. <laughs> See, I was trying to ask it, like, a genuine question. Right, he, was but... back, he was back in the sense that he was actually making music again. So oh, I was okay. Like, okay. I actually liked Recovery, though, when it came out. But I haven't liked anything since then. I like Eminem. <laughs> I, I like Eminem. Eminem. I just don't like his recent music. I mean, the first three albums are undisputed, I yes, think. Yes, absolutely. Like, yeah, of course. Everything else um, gets questionable. But I think, like, people always wonder that about... Like Biggie and Tupac, we've had this conversation before. Like, if they had still been around, would they have had enough time to put out a trash album or just something that exactly. wasn't as amazing? I mean, yeah, I feel everybody's got a flop in them, exactly. unless you're future. Exactly. And everybody's time <laughs> or runs young out thug. Like, yeah. <laughs> everybody's time runs out eventually. Like, I don't know. I still like Jay Z and I'll still listen to his albums when they come out, but it's not going to be the same as it was 20 years ago. Yeah. It's like. Well, I think. Uh, Artists should take a page out of Felix's book and wear the mask because no one knows how old you are, how long yeah. you've been around. Just say you're 20-something forever. Yeah, Daft Punk did it, and no one, you know, they survived. That's a big thing with DJs like that. Didn't yeah. Daft Punk just kind of split up, though? Oh, Who, did they? What, what I no band? Idea. I think a band just recently split up. I probably wasn't I Daft know. Punk, but I saw it on Twitter. Sad. That's where I get all my news from. Yeah, <laughs> In case you haven't realized it, it's Twitter. Of all the social media platforms, Twitter's probably the best one to get news from. Yeah. I'm starting to hit, like have a strong dislike for Instagram. It's yeah. too damn much. Yeah. <laughs> it's too much. Yeah. I'm seeing but... in Instagram what I used to see, and I shouldn't be surprised because it's the same company, Facebook. but what I used to see in Facebook, whereas, yeah, I'd be like scrolling. It's just ads. And it's, yeah, it's ads, it's the same ads, and then it's like, I'll end up seeing some of the same posts. I'm like, there's yeah. millions and millions of posts being made every day, every hour, and I can't. Well, I have like thousands of stuff. followers, and like, yeah. I'm following hundreds, and I'm seeing the same three people on yeah. my show. Exactly. It's like, once you like like a couple posts by someone, Instagram just like, oh, this is who you want to see. I'll just put them at the top of your feed every time. Every time, like, yeah. Okay. That's I don't ridiculous. Follow and it's crazy. 
I'll go look at like look for someone I follow and then notice like they, they posted something. Oh well, that, that sometimes that's too. But too, notice like, they posted something yeah. like three days ago, and I'm you like, all right, it. well, I'd be on here every day. Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen. I haven't seen any of this. I've it's, had that exact same thing happen to me, and I don't know if that has to do with like, is there a way to filter your feed to be like? It's a, it's the algorithm. Know? Like yeah. the more people save stuff on your page, the more that they I've heard the put it on your story. Big. Yeah, the saves and um, saves and sharing it. To sharing. Your story. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like something. Which is like a lot I never share stuff. I, I mean, I I do share stuff. I never save stuff. I save like, everything now, and so I I just innately started doing it. Yeah. Because it's like the click value, like how valuable is it? Somebody wants to save it type yeah. thing. Uh, so I yeah. just started doing it, and then when I, you know, my marketing uh, pages that I follow were like, "Hey, did you notice the algorithm changed?" and started breaking down like what ch- like affects it. And it's the saving. I'm like, okay, yeah, I have like a million things <laughs> saved right now. That makes that makes sense. Wow. So did you have to unsave some of them because was that like no, messing it's, with your it's, algorithm or no? It's it it doesn't mess with. I'm trying to think of how like if. Yeah. Well, it helps well the people you're saving, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So they like they end up more popular. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, but it doesn't like unless I follow them, it doesn't really change what pops up on my feed. It's still whoever I follow. Oh, okay. But like that, like say a reel or something like that. If I save it, like that reel will probably get like, be at like the million view point. But the likes would still probably be around the range that their average following would give them, hmm. which is uh, weird. That is weird. I don't like it. Yeah, I don't <laughs> I don't know, it's weird. Shit going on with the algorithms. I'm it's, seeing like a lot of posts from people I don't follow now just yeah. coming up in my feed. Yeah, and it'll say like to follow them, and it's weird. Yeah. It's like yeah. what the hell? And it's regular stuff. It's not even like a celebrity sponsored right. thing. It's yeah. just like just oh, this family and their guy from Springfield. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's like family in their drive. <laughs> For real. Like okay. Yeah. No. It is. I think though, like as advanced as all this technology feels uh something is we're still like changing you know it's not because i i don't think yeah like there's uh obviously tiktok is totally new the short videos that's like we've always had short videos and that's always been a thing since america's funny home videos they're just getting shorter and shorter now though yeah they're getting shorter and shorter and they're just shoving them i i'll catch myself doesn't matter if i'm on snapchat instagram or even YouTube, I'm ending up in these like shorts, and I'm just watching like reels, and I'm like, Jesus, oh my God. I meant to. Do you believe watch that social video. media is really making people's attention spans shorter? Yes, I believe it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I've heard like that people's eyes thing. don't blink as often because we're like used to staring at screens. That is but, sick. Yeah, so you're, people I will stare have, at like, screens way ass. too much. Dude. Yeah, we all do. But it's I was like, gonna say I'm on my screen from like probably i try to not get on it any screen until 10 but it's yeah. so hard because i you got to wake up and check it emails is. and yeah. yeah then you think about it sometimes you're like we were not meant to look at screens for this long we were not right. meant to be this attached to know, to know everything right. that's going on is often not, like yeah. anxiety is kind of just it's like sin now it's just something you're born into that's actually a really interesting social thing. Social media definitely <laughs> causes anxiety too that's yeah and that's what thing. i mean like even yeah. this this generation like i I feel like my generation was the last one that could kind of regulate it because, mm, yeah. you know, we grew up learning how to use it. We didn't really get it until we were still yeah. like 10. You get what I'm saying? Exactly. My generation. We at least had our childhood first. Exactly. We, we didn't have to deal with that exactly. stuff. Now so it's like kids are born with a fucking tablet. They don't know how hand. to survive right. like right. without anything. It's crazy. It is weird. It's crazy. Scary. 
it is. Like, it, you... We're only seeing the beginning of it right now. Who, who knows how this is going to affect the, people long term? The metaverse or whatever. I don't even care to figure out no. what that is. I'm ignoring it. I'm, I yeah. just got into NFT today. I was like 20 minutes in. I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to try something else. <laughs> yeah. I think I, I'm going to try something else. All this new stuff. It's like, oh, my God, I'm already old. Yeah, that gotcha. technology is interesting. And I think some of it will be useful. But, like, I do think that there is this, like, uh, and people, we were seeing it at the start of social media in like the early mid two thousands. Like, I think everyone is depressed. You know, like oh. everyone jokes <laughs> about it, and they're always like, yeah. "Oh, I see people doing so well, and I don't feel good about it." And the world is so big, but I'm so small. And you're just like all these things. Just, yeah. just think about the world before social media. Like, I don't know. It's just it's just hard to even think about now. Yeah, honestly. But, like, think about waking up in the morning and not looking at what all these other people are doing. I you think know about I mean? farmers a lot. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> like, yeah, that's so weird. Like, that's probably it's something I think about, like, once a day. Like, I wonder, like, I wonder what that's like. Yeah. You just you just have to get up and plant shit. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and farm just, like, and, like, tend to like, animals. I'm just yeah. jealous of people that lived Clean guns where adults and stuff. before cell phones. You know what I mean? You said, I'm, yeah. I'm jealous of people that like got to like live out their adulthood without cell phones. Yeah, that yeah. sounds so different. Because you could be somewhere and you're like, ooh, no one's gonna call me. Like I could just be here as long as yeah. I yeah. That's also like very scary though, because it's like yeah. how how did you? That's why the life expectancy was like 50. Also, because yeah. like everybody was getting lost and just dying and had no way to contact anybody and like that sounds. Yeah. I was just listening to a podcast with Theo Vaughn. He was joking about love him. Love him. So he's actually my favorite comedian. Yeah, though, he's, so yeah funny. he's hilarious. For some reason, they got talking about how times were different back in the day. And how, like, in the 70s, they were like, oh, women would just go missing. And no one, like, and they were <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, you up. could just go grab a woman. And they're like, <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. He says stuff like yeah. that. Bro, I was watching one thing, one of his stand-ups, and he was, it was along those lines. And he said, he's, like, he was talking about a woman in a, jumped in his limo or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And she tried to do something. He was like, she called me a pervert. And it had me <laughs> yes. cracking no, he said, he up. Said, he said, she called me a creep. And a pervert. He's like, and I am not a creep. Yeah. Not a creep. <laughs> like, oh my god! I was just watching his uh, interview with Logan Paul. Yeah. Hilarious. He's too funny. He's so funny. He's too funny. He's got, I say it like that now. Pervert. My favorite podcast. Anytime it comes up. <laughs> pervert. Yeah, I love him talking about anything. Just vests. Yeah. Like oh anything. He was talking about <laughs> when he was on and the all, Logan Paul interview. I'm sorry, and he was talking about his sister, and he was like, "Yeah, I thought she was good looking for a little bit." And they were looking at him like, "What?" And he was like, "No, we were like kids." And Logan was like, "How old were you guys?" And he was like, "I was probably like 13." And he was like, "Not like good looking, hot. Like I just thought she was like that's a nice looking." Kid. And he's like, looking and they're all laughing and he's looking like what? Like what is the problem? Yeah. He has yeah, his delivery, I don't know what that is, but it's quality because he just keeps a straight face the whole time. He doesn't he know he's most, funny. He says the most absurd <laughs> yeah. shit, but just says it with the most serious face, like it's Yeah. I saw somebody gave him uh, a compliment. They were like, Man, you're funny, man. Like everything you say is just funny. And he was like so anyways, and he like kept talking about something else. So he, was like, <laughs> he didn't even real didn't doesn't even know how to respond. Yeah, to yeah. It. Do you listen crazy. to his podcast? No, I don't. But I've been looking for more podcasts so to get into because I out his podcast. I ran through eighty five South Show and Drink Champs. So yeah, yeah, I'm looking I've, for. I've been watching a lot of like Flagrant Two with Andrew Schultz, and there's also Brilliant Idiots with 
Andrew Schultz and Charlemagne. Andrew Schultz is probably, I would say, he's about to be like the next big like really? Chappelle comedian. Yeah. Oh wow. I he, wouldn't. Know. I don't know about Chappelle. He's <laughs> he he's up there. Andrew Schultz is good. Okay, you set the bar high. I'm like that a, very high. I'm a comedian I'm connoisseur, so I'm about to I'm about to be on there. Yeah. Oh, are you your comedian connoisseur? Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh, and his, yeah. His she let me watch Kings of Comedy, but I couldn't listen to young um young money or yeah this is i don't that's funny yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is interesting. she was uh, and uh ron delirious with eddie murphy wait is it the same wait, wait. is it just raw or was it oh i always get the names mixed up yeah yeah where delirious, he has like the red because it's, it's yeah it's its, its own, own one right yeah. but um he had the red we had the red suit on oh raw and uh leather or something yeah right? and he's wearing yeah leather. i know what you're talking i watched about. that one but couldn't listen to like certain shit <laughs> so like i grew up yeah that's like a pastime, a pastimer. I just like will look up different comedians. Dry bar, hilarious. Dry bar. Yeah, look oh, that so up. It's really? hilarious. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna be friends after this. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, um, Owen's big yeah. into the comedy. Howard's listening. not Howard Stern. Hugh, he was on a Logan Paul um, oh, man. Uh, podcast too. Huey, he did um. Howie Mandel. Howie Mandel. That's oh, what Howie it is. Mandel. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I need to stop smoking. <laughs> <laughs> I think he, uh, you would probably like Tiger Belly with Bobby Lee or uh, Bad Friends with Bobby Lee and Andrew Santino. And Andrew Santino, fun fact, plays Dave, a.k.a. Lil Dicky's best friend in the show Dave. Wow. So I'm about to like get a note of all of this wow. before I leave. <laughs> yeah. no, it's, there's so many podcasts I've like still been discovering more, but truth be told, I... I I'm such a bro about it. I learned about so many of my podcasts through Joe Rogan, but I learned about so many other ones through the other ones. So here I am growing. That's dope. Yeah. <laughs> but it's fun. I love podcasts. And that's sort of why like, I even wanted to get involved like, with us here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. The, the conversation of it is just dope. Yeah, Getting absolutely. different perspectives like, and stuff. Yeah. It's so different than just like your standard interview. You know what exactly. I mean? It's just like people just let loose and mm-hmm. you get to see like their actual personality. Exactly. Yeah, like if I mean, they we have talked about it earlier. <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, we won't keep you all night. Is there? Uh, <laughs> do you have like merch? Anything you want to plug or? No website? merch right now. Not yet. We're working on it. But the website is up monavelli dot com. The link is yep in my bio. Um, of course, Truth featuring Sue Surf is out now. Yes. The videos on YouTube um, featuring Lana. She's a dope dancer from um, Boston. She does all type of dance. Um, shot by killer looks shot in sound lab so shout out to sound lab and um yeah it's on all platforms so go run those numbers up of course run, it yeah. up. run them up yes yes thank yeah. you guys for having me this Absolutely. was so dope thank the you the conversation was dope and i need to get notes on all the comedians and everything <laughs> yeah yeah definitely <laughs> and social media is monavelli everywhere real monavelli on instagram uh twitter yep um on all platforms it's monavelli m-o-n-a-v-e-l-i capital v <laughs> yeah, I'm locked in. All right. Thanks yeah. for coming on. Thank you Thank guys. You. Thank Appreciate you. It. Mona Valley, episode 102. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's a wrap. Thank you. <laughs>